0: You are listening to The Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. We've got a great show for you tonight, today, whatever you want to say. I'm recording it at night. It's airing during the day. Whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, we're going to talk a lot about what happened on the Bachelor in Paradise finale. It's mostly going to be about the finale last night and then the social media reaction by people and some of the contestants and then... Um, talk a little bit about Zach's season, uh, the preview that aired at the end of the episode. And we will get to that momentarily. As you know, this podcast is brought to you by StoryWorth. It's a great holiday gift, you guys. StoryWorth compiles your loved ones' stories, memories, and even any photos into an exquisite hardcover book, creating a valued keepsake help your family share their story this holiday season with StoryWorth, go to StoryWorth.com slash Steve today and save $10 on your first purchase. That's S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash Steve to save $10 on your first purchase. StoryWorth.com slash Steve. Podcast is also brought to you by First Leaf Wines. First Leaf makes it simple to discover new wines that you'll love. They learn your tastes by you filling out a questionnaire, and then they deliver quality wines right to your door. Sign up today. You'll get your first six bottles for thirty nine ninety five plus free shipping. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash realitysteve. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash realitysteve to get your first six bottles for thirty nine ninety five plus free shipping dot tryfirstleaf.com slash reality Steve. So let's get started on this reunion show from last night. You read the reunion spoilers the next day after it taped, and after watching last night's episode, it is very clear a lot was left on the editing room floor. I don't want to recap every single thing that I reported happened, which did happen, but just never made the final edit last night. But as we go through this, you'll see, I'll point out, I guess, the biggest things that were left off. First off, too much recapping in this show. We don't need to see something that we just spent 16 episodes or 15 previous episodes watching. We don't need to see it over and over again. But that's never going to change. It's what they always do. Even on the women tell all and the men tell all episodes, when they bring the person up to the hot seat, it's like, before we get to this conversation, let's look at your journey. It's like, okay, we already know what happened. We watched the show, but they're always going to do it. Now, the first thing they brought up after going through, look at all the drama we had this season, Jesse literally says, I want to start with Kira and Romeo. And you're like, okay, we're going to give Kira and Romeo a good three to five minutes to talk about this back and forth and how Jill got in the way, and then she, you know, Romeo changed his mind, and then Kira went to him and said, let's leave together. And literally all Jesse said was, Romeo, Kira, there's rumors that you kidnapped him. Romeo, blink twice if you're okay. We never got a sentence out of Kira. We never got anything other than a sentence out of um, Romeo. All he did was actually blink twice, and they kissed, and that was it. It's like, all right, moving on to the next storyline. It was so bizarre. Then we kind of moved on to the Kate storyline. And Kate, I, I just, she says up on stage, apologize for the things that she said. She never meant it. But she said she never meant it to be heard. She was telling that to her girlfriends. So, yeah, you did mean it. You just didn't mean to get caught. And Kate then took to Twitter last night and said this in light of the reunion tonight, I want to speak directly to all to you all. I deeply apologize for the classist things that I said on BIP this season. I was shocked when I saw the show myself and I cringed just as much as you guys did watching it. If I could take it back, I would. I've apologized to Logan, but want to extend that apology to anyone who may have been offended by those comments. I have nothing but respect for Logan and the rest of the cast, and I'm still so grateful to have gone through this adventure with them. (sighs) Okay, but that doesn't really... I mean, it's better than nothing. At least she addressed it. But her comments have been airing for the last two weeks. It's almost like she's sick of the hate that she's getting for it, and now she's finally going to apologize when... She was getting hate from the first time that stuff was airing. She didn't have to wait till tonight and the reunion episode to send out this apology. I I guess it's better than nothing, but it kind of falls hollow because you could have said this two weeks ago. What was she waiting for? I don't get it. This is, and then coupled with what we saw on the episode last night, All she said was, I'm sorry, that was just between me and my girlfriends. (laughs) Even Logan was like, yeah, but you have mics on. What did you expect? So it even sounded like last night when she apologized, she was only apologizing for getting caught, not for what she actually said. She never went into detail about the thing about the orange van, the thing about Equinox, the thing about money. That's what we all want to know. And you'll hear me talk about this um, on my podcast tomorrow with Jacqueline Trumbull. I mean, this is kind of the things that we talk about when, in regards to Kate, and Jacqueline has a, a take on Kate and her things, and she's not all against, not fully 100% against what Kate did, but just the way she handled herself, Um, not a fan of. And oh yeah, by the way, Jacqueline Trumbull is the podcast uh, this week, the guest on this week's podcast. Last time I had her on was January, we were talking about her engagement, that had happened, and... Obviously she broke off her engagement two weeks before her wedding day and we get into that stuff. She did a podcast on it on her own, but we also talk about it as Jacqueline uh, is a friend of mine and we get into it and we kind of just talk about the things that happened. And because tomorrow is Thanksgiving, I'll probably release that at midnight. So when you wake up in the morning, you'll have it and you'll have the daily roundup as well. So just know that anyway. But we do talk about Kate and we we recorded um, yesterday before the finale aired, but we knew what was pretty much coming and covered the the main things in it. So that was confusing with Kate. The other thing that was very confusing was the Eliza, Rodney, and Justin storyline. Okay. So on Bachelor in Paradise, Eliza gives Rodney a rose. The next day says, I made a mistake. And chases Justin down, right? She went to Baltimore, said she made a mistake. And Justin basically said, no, not interested. I want someone who's all in. Just like you said, you want someone, you weren't all in with Rodney. Well, I want someone who's all in. You've already changed your mind. So no. And then on the episode last night, she tells Rodney, I think I made a mistake. So again, So she tells Rodney on the beach she made a mistake. She goes to Justin and says, I made a mistake by taking Rodney over you. But then when Justin rejects her, now on the taping she says, I made a mistake of the original mistake? (laughs) Like, I'm sorry. Eliza did not come off well at all. And Justin even took to Twitter last night and said, I was told a mistake was made in Baltimore just to hear that that same mistake wasn't a mistake at the reunion. This is why I was skeptical just to nail it on the head. Like I don't, I'm so confused on what her mistake was, was her mistake. I should never have changed from Rodney to Justin in the first place and gone to Baltimore and did that whole spiel. Or I, I I'm just confused because, and I, both guys should just leave her alone. And it seems like Rodney kind of left it like, Hey, I was embarrassed I wish the best for you, but you know, I'm moving on and he should based on that flippy floppy and what the hell that was all about. So many mistakes were made. I've lost track of how many she made. So yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't great. And the thing that was edited out was Justin and Eliza supposedly were supposed to meet up in LA when she was in town. And Justin said, well, you never responded to me. And she said, well, you didn't text me till 11 o'clock. So that whole thing was left out. So it even seems like even after Baltimore, when Justin said no, he was still willing to at least see if there was something going on with Eliza and they couldn't work things out in L.A. And then now she's at the reunion taping saying uh, I made a mistake again. Like, I I'm so lost on that. But it looks like all three have moved on, which is probably for the best. The Michael Danielle Sierra thing was nothing. We got one sentence out of Sierra. That was it. I don't know. I, she, she clearly said more. She mentioned um, that Michael kissed her three times after he broke up with her, and we never even saw that. Michael claims that never happened, but we never saw that talked about on the episode last night, so that was something else that was left out. My gosh, so much. But obviously, let's get to the big one. Actually, before we get to the big one, let's talk about Tyler and Brittany for a second, because once again, something that was completely left on the editing editing room floor, that conversation between them was so, so not fluid. Seemed very choppy. It seemed like there was a lot left out. Brittany took to Twitter last night and said, We ended on mutual terms. This came out of nowhere. Unfortunately, they can't show the entirety of the reunion. I know that I came off cold-hearted. But I was just feeling frustrated for being blindsided. So again, it's a he said, she said. We don't really know for sure what happened. We had Tyler up on stage. So basically, Brittany's saying everything that Tyler said to me on stage, I had no idea was coming and none of it had happened. And that was the first time I was hearing it. So I was blindsided. She's saying they ended on mutual terms. Tyler is saying, no, we didn't. So it's just like there's not much to add to that. We don't know. We don't know enough there. It's so confusing, but now let's talk about the big one, and that's um Victoria, Johnny, Greg, <laughs> I mean you know, I, as I've always been reporting on this Victoria Greg stuff, coming from me, there's obviously going to be a faction of the audience that thinks I'm biased because I have something out for Victoria. That's not the case. I report on things that happen in the franchise. And yes, there was stuff I reported on Victoria wasn't very positive back on Peter's season, but then I never talked about her since because she wasn't on any of the shows. So there was no need to talk about her. But once again, she got herself involved in drama. I'm going to report on it. I'm not being biased when I have a negative opinion about her. I'm being objective. I'm coming at this from an objective view. And my opinion is there isn't many people outside of probably her best friends, Kelsey and Kelly, and maybe a few others in the franchise and people that are related to her that could sit there and watch last night's episode and be like, yeah, I thought she handled herself great last night. I just don't see it. I don't think she came across well at all last night. I think Johnny came across as well as he could. He clearly seemed devastated by the breakup. I thought she was going to throw up at one point. I was hoping they had a bucket side stage for him because it seemed like he wanted to vomit all over the place. But look, We're getting down to a he said, she said. If you saw Victoria's Instagram last night, she posted on her Instagram stories, quote, when you get called a fucking C in your relationship, it's time to move on. Absolutely. If that's what Johnny called her during the relationship, she has every right to dump him and move on and end an engagement. But it's a he said, she said. We have no idea if that's what he called her. He says he didn't. She says he did. So we're sitting here and... It's just very, very easy for her to throw that out there and say, hey, you called me this. I'm done. And maybe he did. I I can't say that he did. I can't say that he didn't. I, I, I can't say either. I don't know. It's Victoria's story. My whole thing with Victoria is regardless of where the relationship was, and I've said this a thousand times since the Italy story broke, and I'll say it again, I don't care how the relationship ended with Johnny. The bottom line is she didn't have to do everything with Greg so publicly. She didn't have to go to Italy. She didn't have to post all the time with clearly either Greg taking the picture or Greg being in the picture with her. And that's not saying, no, Victoria, don't see Greg until after the finale airs. No, I wasn't telling her she can't see Greg until November 23rd. What I was saying was she didn't have to do what she was doing, and she chose to, which is a choice on her part, which kind of shows a little bit more of her character, that she did not give an F about Johnny or their engagement. I think, it's just, I think it's just common courtesy. Maybe some of you out there agree with her and said, hey, if he really called her an F and C during their relationship, she had every right to go on a, on a, on a romantic trip with Greg so close to their engagement. Personally, I don't think she should have, and I wouldn't have done that to somebody even if they pissed me off obviously you move on, you start dating somebody new. I just wouldn't have rubbed it in their face. And that's exactly what she was doing. She had a purpose behind it. She knew she would get seen. She didn't care if she would get seen. They knew by walking through any airport or being in Europe together at a very romantic and touristy spot at the Trevi fountain, and then being in the airport coming back from it, they could have been seen at any point, which they were. And she didn't seem to care. That's the whole point. Look, I don't approve if Johnny called her that, then he's a dick, but I can't say he did or didn't. What I can say is what we know to be absolutely 100% true, whether it was Victoria with the claims that the things that he said to her, and then the other claims about that were not shown last night, which was Johnny claiming that Victoria threw a wine glass at him and said that she was out of his league. Which again, he said, she said, I don't know if that's what Victoria said or if she did throw a wine glass. But what we do know to be 100% fact is Victoria and Greg knew each other pre-show and Victoria and Greg were texting each other while uh, Victoria and Johnny were engaged. So with that knowledge, you have to ask yourself, and we're never going to get a clear answer to this ever, because the only way we can get a clear answer to this is if Victoria rips out her phone and says, hey, everybody, I'm going to go live on Instagram right now or take screenshots of every single text messages that Greg met, Greg Grippo and I sent to each other as I was an engaged woman to Johnny. And then you tell me if any emotional cheating happened. I'm willing to bet one that she'll never do it. And two, because if she did, we would probably see that there was probably some heavy flirting going on, if not something crossing the line between them. That's just speculation on my part. I'm allowed to have that opinion. But I think her track record speaks for itself. I very highly, 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 highly doubt that in those text messages to Greg while she was still engaged and fresh off BIP, at no point did she ever flirt, express interest in Greg, Greg flirt, express interest in her. Because that's where emotional cheating happens. They were very vague about it last night on the show when Jesse's like, so just for the record, Victoria, you're saying you did not cheat on Johnny. But he didn't specify, obviously, there's different forms of cheating. She was answering the question as basically physical. That's what she was answering. No. And she very well probably didn't, for all we know. But how do we know emotional cheating didn't happen when she readily admits that they were texting each other and they were just friends? It's... It's just not believable. I'm sorry. She doesn't have the greatest track record. And unfortunately, her reputation precedes her. So my opinion is she probably crossed the line at some point, And it was made known probably while she was still with Johnny that things weren't working. And she was basically setting Greg up for, well, aren't you the next guy in line for me? And that they were showing interest in each other and Greg liked her. I just... I can't imagine that every single text between Johnny, between Greg and Victoria while she was engaged to Johnny was strictly platonic. I just can't. I'm sorry. I can't get there. You know? I don't know if anybody else can, but <laughs> I don't think I can. I know that Nick released a podcast right after the episode aired last night, and obviously um, Andrew, who was a close friend of Greg's, went on Twitter last night and is defending all of Greg's actions. Hey, what's wrong with my buddy falling in love as a single man? It's just like, look, I don't want to discredit them, but I'm going to, I'm sorry. But when you're Andrew, Greg Grippo's very close, if not best friend and you're Nick vile, whose girlfriend is best friends with Victoria, your opinion is not objective and it doesn't matter because you're coming from a place of bias. And Anything that you say we know is going to be protective of Victoria and Greg, period. That's just, the. it's just facts. Andrew's not going to call out his best friend or hold him accountable or even say, yeah, you know what? Maybe he should have waited. Maybe they shouldn't have been so loosey goosey about going to fucking Italy on what? Two days notice for a first date. Okay. Anybody believes that? <laughs> Sorry. I just don't. It's just, <laughs> it's just not believable. And, and that's my stance on it. Um, and obviously, of course, I don't know what Nick said on his podcast. I just know he had one last night. And uh, you just got to remember anything that Nick says. His girlfriend is best friends with Victoria. They post all the time together, making kissy faces and even kissing each other and stuff like that. So it's just like, okay, whatever. <laughs> Sorry, man, you're not you're not credible in this situation. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if Greg and Victoria are on his podcast within the next two weeks. It's not, and it's just going to be again. At no point has Victoria ever seemed to take any responsibility for any of her actions with any of these people, whether it was Chase Rice, who he did interviews post-Bachelor season when he was on, and the performer for a single one-on-one date with Peter and Victoria on Peter's season. Whether it was Chase Rice, whether it was Chris Souls, whether it was Peter, whether it was now Johnny, it just seems like this woman has never taken any responsibility and ever admitted that anything she ever did was wrong or you know what maybe i should have rethought that i'm i'm sorry and that's and that's you know my biggest issue with her like i said i don't have it out for her that's my outsider's perspective on how victoria fuller has handled herself within the franchise you know there's plenty of examples it's not just one thing it's not just hearsay i'm going off of these specific things That I know about her and know that she did. Nothing has been like, oh, I'm hearing this. I'm hearing this. No, every opinion that I've formed about Victoria has been based on things that actually happened. So anyway, um, like I said, Jacqueline Trumbull is going to be the guest on the podcast. I'm going to release that probably late tonight, maybe midnight central time, and then we'll go from there. And up in the morning, tomorrow will be your daily round. It probably won't be as long, just not a lot to get to. Maybe some wrap-ups of contestants tweeting stuff out. But that was the big thing that I wanted to get to. And uh, and we'll talk a little, maybe a little sports, a little football, because I haven't talked sports all week. So thank you all for tuning in. I really appreciate it. And I will talk to you tomorrow. See ya!